The following program is rated D. For dumb. The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hello, everybody. Dave Canyon here. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. Are you ready to dumb it down? Oh, that's fantastic. Dave Canyon here, your pragmatic podcaster. The one and only solo host of this and every show. It is the fastest podcast on earth as we're leaving work here. October 2nd, 7.39 a.m. We're headed for the New York State Thruway. It's a podcast about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. It is not... Unfortunately, a not a sunny day. 99% of the time I do a podcast, it is sunny out. It has been raining. It's not raining now. You won't hear the wipers. You won't hear the raindrops hitting the windshield. But it, it is overcast. But the good thing is that you're protected because it's only a podcast. So you won't be, get, you won't be affected by the weather. I'm just sharing with you the environment that, in which I broadcast from inside my 2008 Kia Rio, which at this time has 279,198 miles. So we are creeping up on the 280,000 mark for an 11-year-old car, which has minimal rust and runs fantastic. I still get 35 miles to the gallon. Not a commercial for Kia. I have uh, tweeted them many times. They're not really all that concerned about me, which is fine because my audience is not that huge. So I'm not that influential. But I like to share it with you anyway. It is a good car. It's surprisingly a good car. The car on the exterior is gold. There was two gold Kias, Rios, when I went to look at this car. They were already, at the time, I think they were already like a year or two old. This car had like 50,000 miles on it. My intention was to sell it. As many of my intentions, I don't seem to be able to follow through, I really have like a 99% intention failure rate. I don't know what your intention rate is. Do you have a good intention rate following through on your intentions? I just thought about that. I've never really considered that, but normally I don't get to follow through on my intentions. My intention was to sell this car before the 100,000 mile mark because of the warranty and all that stuff. I didn't know that this was going to be a good car. So anyway, I am a hundred and almost one hundred and eighty thousand miles above the hundred thousand mark. Um, this is supposedly supposedly supposed to get a, a new timing belt or whatever they call it, timing gear, timing belt, timing chain. Once every every eighty thousand miles, I think that we changed the timing belt at about one hundred and sixty, maybe or two hundred and something. I know my mechanic was blown away when he asked me, "Did we ever change the timing belt?" timing chain, whatever he calls it. And I said, no, I don't, I don't recall it. He goes, oh my God, you know, you know how lucky you are? If that thing goes, this car, we, we cannot fix this car. This car will be done. Uh, I said, all right, well, we might as well do it. I mean, I, I had no reason to believe that it was going to happen, but I didn't want to cheap out because every time I cheap out, I go, nah, it's okay. 
it always seems to bite me in the butt. So whatever it cost me, I did it. It wasn't cheap, but whatever it cost me, I did it. And I think I'm overdue. Um, I could ask him one more time when I get a chance, maybe after we pass 280,000, because I think he wrote it on the uh, cylinder head cover, whatever you call it. I think he wrote it somewhere on the engine when we did it. And when, uh, I guess, uh, you know, he wrote when we did it. Uh, so it would be easier to figure out when the next one would be. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you, the Kia Rio going strong. It's just a regular sedan version, four-door. From where I'm sitting in this driver's seat, I can reach all four door locks and door handles. This is a really uh, a great car for that, you know, if, if you're into being able to reach things. It does have AM, FM, and uh, CD. And, and the air conditioning has always worked great. And 35 miles to the gallon, wipers, everything. It rides nice. I have no problems with it. And most of the miles I've done has been New York State Thruway, up and down. And once upon a time, this Rio was doing 600 miles plus a week. There was a time where I would always announce uh, a mileage report. I would uh, have that sponsored by um, the guys at Comedy Pipe. And I'll do it this week. I'll give them a little plug. It's been a long time. Uh, it's, uh, it's the first and, I think, only plug I really have ever given uh, uh, in exchange for, you know, a spot or whatever. But anyway, but, um, yeah, Comedy Pipe, ComedyPipe.com. I think every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock, wherever you are in the world, if it's 8 o'clock on the eastern seaboard of the United States, um, it's time for uh, Pipe Dream. That's the show that they do, Pipe Dream, on the ComedyPipe.com comedy network, which uh, they used to air my show on that. I got to talk to uh, the guys over there, see if we can get that going again. Um, anyway... Maybe he's doing it. I haven't been to the website in a long time. But that was nice. Well, uh, 3D is the guy in charge of that. His name is Mike, but he goes by the name of 3D. And him, I've known him, Jesus, for, I don't know, 10 plus years. And he has his own show. And I've been a guest on that show. So if you go to ComedyPipe.com, you'll see my horrific uh, appearances on his show. All right. Anyway, so that was um, Alex Exum at the top. Uh, the guy who does Here's Dave. That's Alex Exum, alexexum.com, A-L-E-X-E-X-U-M, and he does live talk every Tuesday at 10 p.m., or almost every Tuesday, you know. A couple Tuesdays ago, not so much. This Tuesday, he showed up. Um, so, and he has a, a talk show that's live and, uh, and all that good stuff. And uh, the AI voice you heard at the beginning, let's see if we can give that a little bit more of a play here. This is Dave. The following program is rated D. For dumb. That's AI Dave. Thank you, Linda Irwin from Awesome Insanity Surfers. Awesome Insanity Surfers has yet published another episode the other day. This one was a seven-minute episode. She usually keeps them pretty short, nine minutes, seven minutes, and she tells a story. And um, uh, it's a continuing story. It's been going on for I don't know how long now. She actually posted something in one of the comment sections a couple uh, last episode and. Um, I did not uh, set up the phone so I can go back and do uh, listeners' comments. and all that. I'll do that probably later in the week. Maybe I'll do another bonus episode. I like doing two shows a week, a half-hour piece, and then maybe do a bonus episode, which is kind of nice, where I go back and do just listeners' comments. I think you know, that might become a regular thing, but we'll see. I don't do any rules. There's no rules here. You know, uh, The only rule I have is I, I hit the button and I talk. Uh, sometimes I have bullet points on a piece of paper, but most often I don't. I just do the show. That's the beauty, and at the same time, that's the harm uh, of uh, that's the that's the weakness of dumbing it down with Dave. They say if you do a show for everyone, then you're doing a show for no one. So, uh, but we do try to focus in on the pragmatism, 
And uh, I, I have an idea maybe what we'll talk about today. Uh, because uh, it was on the news last night, big time. And I don't have any of the names written down and all that other stuff. We don't have to post them in the comment section. But uh, there's that cop, a female cop, that um, came home from a day's work or a night's work or whatever it was. No, a day's work. It was a day's work because she shot a man in her apartment complex uh, 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 dead. And her excuse was she thought it was her apartment and he was an intruder. And uh, so Alex Exum talked about this last night on his live talk show. And I figured, well, I got to do a show now anyway. So let me uh, just mention, uh, mention this story and my take on it. And you'll tell me your take on it. My take on it is this. I don't, I, I think this, I don't know if they're still doing an investigation. She's going to jail. She's been convicted of murder. She's a cop convicted of murder, uh, which does not happen often or at all. It seems like, right, when you watch the, watch the news, especially when it's a, uh, a white uh, person shooting a black person, uh, somehow the cop always seems to get off uh, because it's you know, self-defense or whatever it is. I, I don't do a really heavy political show. I'm not making any accusations about racial discrimination and all that other stuff. The only thing I'm going to say is this. I am a creature of habit. This is where we have pragmatism in the show. This is my pragmatism. Without doing any racial bias, without any doing Black Lives Matter, without doing any Blue Lives Matter, without doing anything political and gun violence and whatever, I am a creature of habit. I know other people that are creatures of habit. And there are times where I walk around, drive around, do whatever I do around, eat around, sleep around, play around. And I'm not really paying attention. I'm just going to, you know, that's just the way it is. I'm not always 100% aware. I think everybody can relate to that. You know, you're in your house, you walk into a room, you stand there and go, why am I here? I had a thought. I walked here. Now I'm here. I don't know why I'm here. Or you're talking to somebody and you're saying something and you go, and then there's a break in the action. Whatever that is. And all of a sudden you go, what was I talking about? What were we talking about? Right? You've been in a conversation with somebody and they go, well, what? and you say, what was I talking about? What were we talking about? And they go, uh, I don't really remember. Really? We were really deep in a conversation. Neither one of us remember? So now you got two brains that are brain dead. Uh, you're driving, okay? Now, as a truck driver, I can totally tell you some stories. Uh, if I remember them, I'll tell you. If I don't remember them, I'll, I'll tell you I don't remember. But there are times where uh, I, I'm driving, track the trailer. There's one time I was driving a set down the New York State Thruway. For those of you that don't know what a set is, it's what I do for a living. I have two trailers, and they're connected by a bogey or a connector or a dolly, whatever you want to call it. And I was supposed to go down the thruway and get off at the Newburgh exit. Newburgh, New York, which I think is exit 17. There's a tandem area over there. You go, you park in the tandem area, you break up your set, you make your deliveries or whatever, whatever we're supposed to do. But there are tandem areas all along the New York State Thruway, all the way from Yonkers, the most southern one that we have, all the way up to probably Buffalo. I I've, I've, uh, have not gone past uh, Rochester as far as tandem areas, but I know they're all, they got to be all the way out to Buffalo. 
because my company that I work for now, we go to Rochester. I've been out to Buffalo, but I've never had to break up a set at one of the tandem areas, but I'm sure they're out there. They're just big yards, big black top yards, asphalt yards, big spaces, and you go in there, you pull in, you, you break up the set. That's all. Anyway, big parking lot. That's all they are. And uh, so anyway, I was going down the thruway, and I've been with this company now for six years. I've been driving for 30, 35, 40, 50 years. I don't know. Ever since I was six years old, I've been driving a tractor trailer. And uh, whatever happened, you know, I leave Albany, which is the 141, 142-mile marker. And then an hour and 15 minutes later, I get down to Newburgh, which is, you know, in the 60s, a 60-mile. So it's, you know, 80-some-odd miles, an hour and 15, hour and 20. And I blew right by the exit. I blew right by it. And, I, you know, by the time I realized it, it was like, oh, I, you can't stop short. You can't turn around. You, you can't do anything. You, got, you, know, you just got to say, oh, I just made a big mistake. I'm a creature of habit. And my habit is to pass the new because That's not really where we do most of our business. Most of our business is in, is in the next tandem area, which is not the next exit. It's two exits down, 30 miles further. So that one night, I had a blow-by, the Newburgh exit. I spent a half an hour driving down to Suffern, S-U-F-F-E-R-N, New York, tandem area. I drove right in and drove right out. Just did a loop-de-loop. Came back. Uh, it took me a half hour to get back. A half hour to get down, half hour to get back. So I burned an hour of drive time making a mistake because I blanked it out. Uh, I know a driver years and years ago who would always go home in his car the same route from work. We used to work in uh, Rotterdam, New York. It doesn't really matter. I could say El Paso, Texas. It doesn't matter. So anyway, he used to drop, you know, uh, end his day and then he'd get in his car and he would go home. So one day he had a tractor and a trailer at work and he had to go to a delivery I think that was near his home you know it was a supermarket we, I worked for a supermarket at the time and in his mind somehow he was going home because he told himself he's going to the supermarket that's near his house and unfortunately, the road that he went down has a low overpass. He drove right into the overpass. He crushed the trailer. He didn't kill anybody. I didn't kill anybody. But I, we both felt pretty stupid. I'm sure he felt stupider. I'm not sure if that's a proper past tense of the word stupid, stupid but I'm not that bright anyway. It's dumbing it down with Dave. But uh, yeah, stupider. Because uh, he, he eventually lost his job. That was one of a couple of accidents he had. I think he was a little sleep-deprived himself. Nice guy. I don't remember his name. But he crushed the trailer. Took him off the road. And eventually he lost his job. They put him in the office for a while. You know, on some sort of administrative lead and all that stuff. Uh, not administrative leave, but whatever. Gave him an office job for a while. But then they, they eventually let him go. Or he quit. I really don't remember to tell you the truth. I just know he stopped working there. Uh, I'm sure you have a story as a creature of habit 
or a story of being absent-minded, uh, where you just go, what, what's going on here? And then by the time you realize your mistake, it's too late. You can't do nothing about it. This particular person, now I have not been following this on the news. I, I, don't, I haven't followed it. I, don't, uh, I think the story is already a year old, but uh, I wasn't really following it when it, I don't follow any news actually. To be honest with you, I just don't follow. I don't have time to sit there and read. And if I do read, I'll, it'll just make me fall asleep. So I don't really do a lot of reading of news. But I do listen to the radio. And uh, last night I was listening to Alex Exum do live talk. And apparently the apartment complex that she lives in, and most apartment complexes, every floor looks alike. I've been to a couple of buildings over my lifetime maybe you have as well, where every floor is painted a different color. Uh, I think in the higher rent buildings, you won't see that as much. I'm not sure if that's exactly true. But I, uh, growing up in New York City, I've been in a lot of apartment buildings. My father and mother uh, lived in an apartment building. My father still is there. My mother's in the nursing home. She's doing very well. Thank you very much. And uh, every floor is the same. Same red floor, uh, you know, the tiled floor with the red uh, color. The walls are like orange or yellow or whatever. Every, every door is the same color. There's, uh, you know, it's not a playground for kids. It's a place where adults live. And adults don't like to live in multicolored buildings. I think in Europe, you'll find a little bit more of multicolor. They're a little bit more cheerful over there, a little bit more creative and artistic in Europe. Uh, here in America, I think it's always, you know, the same over and over again. By the way, years and years ago, uh, I think it was Gary Cooper, and I can't remember the female co-star, famous woman. I think he was in a movie. I know he was in a movie. It was called Fountainhead, which is also a book, which I did not read. I tried reading it. I, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. That'll be on my bucket list. One day, I'll try to read Fountainhead. And uh, in, that, in this movie, he's, uh, he's an architect that builds buildings. And there's this conflict between building, buildings for efficiency and like the common denominator or something like that. And then the, the architect who builds the fancy building, which is not that efficient and all this other stuff. So uh, what does that have to do with the story? Nothing. I just thought of it. Uh, I think it does have something to do with the story. I'm just not smart enough to make that connection. But he does talk about, you know, the buildings looking very uh, bland and similar and, uh, you know, uh, you know, apartment building. 19 floors up, 21 floors up. You know, it's a rectangle. It's a monolith standing up. You know, most apartment buildings are like these monoliths. If you forget about the porches and the terraces and the windows and, you know, in New York City, you see a lot of them. I, uh, I don't recall seeing that many of them all across the country. I've been across the country a couple of times. Uh, you do see apartment buildings, but in New York City, there's, in Manhattan especially, there's a series of white apartment buildings. They all look the same. They all, I think, were architect by the same architect. Yeah, sure, why not? By the same person or the same company. There's red buildings. Uh, there's no blue buildings that I know of. There's... There's, there's some off-white buildings, but they, they all look alike. There's really, how many different ways can you make an apartment building? Now, there's definitely high-rises. Are we off the rabbit trail? Dave, is this a, an architect show? 
No, this is about human behavior. I'm going to get back to human behavior, about being creatures of habit, and about being Americans or New Yorkers and how we want things and how we view things and how, how, how it affects us, you know, and the malaise that's going on in this country where you're not paying attention or you just get into this groove of whatever it is that you're doing. So anyway, that's my assessment of apartment buildings in Manhattan and New York City. This, I think, was in Texas. I'm not, I don't really recall where the story was, but it doesn't really matter. This female cop came home. It doesn't even matter that she's female. Came home and thought, apparently, her story is, from what I understand, she was walking into her apartment. But the door was ajar, supposedly, or the, or the door wasn't locked. This is what I was hearing on the Alex Exum live talk show last night. Again, I have not done any reading. And I find it very hard to believe that the victim was in an apartment building uh, with a door that didn't exactly close. I guess anything is possible. I guess down in Texas, you know, maybe it's different than it is in the rest of the United States where like, yeah, my door doesn't close, but I'm not exactly worried about that. You know, maybe it's a safe neighborhood. Maybe it's a safe complex. I guess, right? Anything is possible. So maybe he was sitting there, this young man, minding his own business, apparently watching maybe football on the on the television or sports of some sort, from what I understand, and eating ice cream. She walks in, sees this guy, shoots him. Uh, I don't know if she was in uniform. I, I, I'm pretty sure she wasn't wearing a body cam because I haven't heard anything about looking at the body cam. And we don't know if she said halt or freeze or, well, he, she wouldn't say halt, right? Because he, unless he, unless he started to run. So I don't, we don't know what was said. There was nobody else in the apartment but him. And she shot him and killed him. She thought he was in her apartment. Apparently there was a different colored floor mat. But um, you know what? You don't pay attention to these things. She might have been, uh, apparently I heard on the radio, she might have been sexting or texting with somebody and she was otherwise preoccupied so was my friend that crashed into the low overpass so was uh, well not my friend but a guy I know um, I think his name was Dave actually if I think about it now I think his name was Dave um, I was otherwise preoccupied when I missed my exit uh, apparently I'm, I was preoccupied when I walk into a room and I don't know why I'm there and uh, that's probably what happened to you as well. You're preoccupied. Something happens. Unfortunately, in this case, somebody is dead. And apparently she's going to go to jail. And she's going to do some time. And apparently she feels terrible about it, of course. Her life is over. There's no coming back for murder. Not for a cop. Um, this is going to follow her for the rest of her life. Forget about the fact that she can or cannot get employment... Let's talk about the fact that uh, she has to live with this guilt. If, in fact, it's all just a mistake, it's a huge mistake. And then we get into the conversation of mistakes. Is there such a thing about a huge mistake or a mistake is a mistake? The impact of the mistake is big or small. But the mistake is a mistake. Walking into an apartment that you think is yours but is not, that's just a mistake. The fact that those doors may or may not be locking or whatever. I've never heard of a story like that. I find that the hardest thing of this to believe. Uh, 
when I go home every day, sometimes my wife stops at like the store and she gets like these plants, like these yellow plants, you know, these yellow plants. And they're, at the, they're at the bottom of the steps. Sometimes I notice them, sometimes I don't. Sometimes the uh, welcome mat is on the top step and sometimes it's not. She takes it, she cleans it. I don't know what she does with it. I, I don't know. I don't always notice these subtle changes. You know, I know my wife sometimes says to me, oh, did you notice that, with, uh, blah, 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 whatever it was? I go, no, I don't even look. It's, it's not important to me. This is a terrible story. I don't know if this is a great podcast, but I figured I'd put it out there for food for thought. What have you done where you made a mistake and by the time you realize that you're like, oh, and you can't just take a, a, a pencil and erase it. You can't just take white out and white it out. You can't, you can't, uh, you can't take back what you said. Sometimes you say something you didn't even mean to say it. Dave, dear, this is Emma. I know Emma. May I ask you something? Yes, you may. I love when you ask me questions. You seem to be really thirsty. I am. It's been twenty some odd minutes. Take a break. Sure, let's take a drink, a break. Let's do that. I'm taking. I'm gonna have some tea, some unsweetened, disgusting tea. That's great. Carry on. Oh, thank you, Emma. That Emma, that uh, AI voice, Emma, is uh, brought to you by Linda Irwin from Awesome Insanity Surfers. Thank you, Linda. And she gave me a whole bunch of new ones. You heard at the top of the show for this show is rated D for dumb. And we're going to do more drink breaks, too. We're just trying to make everything organized. She has already sent me a whole bunch, but I didn't organize them properly. So now we have a whole bunch of new voices, and we're going to do, uh, we're going to keep it, try to keep it fresh. So anyway, that's really the show for today, was to talk about that. Mistakes that we've made. Sometimes we make a mistake in a relationship. We think that we're going to marry somebody and live with them for the rest of our lives. And that doesn't work out too well. Then you look back and go, what was I thinking? Now that's not murder, but you did kill a large portion of your life spending it with somebody that you realize, I'm not supposed to be with this person. By the way, I'm headed south. And I can look into the sky ahead of south. Sun's coming out. It's going to be a beautiful day. It's supposed to be actually very hot today, like 90 degrees in upstate New York. Got a high pressure system apparently hovering around the area. Good for us. Bad for the people uh, who are getting rained on, I guess. The, somewhere the, the rain is circulating around the high pressure area. That was our weather report today. So I'm curious in the comment section. By the way, I, uh, we've had some new commenters. You know, we have had Hal, Hal Aaron, uh, from the Tales of the Road. Tale, uh, War, I, I'll do a better job of it next show, Hal. But, uh, you know, Tales of the Road, Road Warriors, Tales of the Road, Road Warriors. He does like a musical show about guys who play music on the road, I guess. I've heard a couple of shows so far. Very good. I met him, Hal, at uh, Podcast Movement 19. Uh, Sweet Truth Media. Uh, Sweet Truth Media, uh, i trying to remember the man's name. Sugar Shane, I think, I think it's uh, Sugar Shane. I want to say DJ Sugar Shane, but anyway, he has a show on a network called Sweet Truth Media, and uh, he's commented, so it's good. I like the comments, so if you want to put in the comment section on in the Spreaker, uh, if you're on Podbean or Stitcher or somewhere else, or Himalaya or Player FM or any other of these platforms that I'm on, uh... You can't always leave a comment. So if you can't leave a comment on the platform you're on, feel free feel free to tweet me at Dumb with Dave. D-U-M-B 
dumb with Dave. Tweet me. You could direct tweet. You could just send out a tweet and I guess hashtag me or at me or whatever they call that. Of course, you can email me at dumbing it down with David yahoo.com. Dumbing it down with David yahoo.com. And uh, I'll read it on the air when I, when I do the listeners' comments. I'll read them. I'm going to get that phone thing eventually where you can just call this number on your phone and you leave a voicemail. That'd be nice. I got to get that going real soon. I like that idea. Um, what have you done? What's, been, what's your mistake? Or what's your mistakes? Or if you don't have any, do you know of somebody that made a really bad mistake? Uh, I know years and years and years ago, as a teenager, I drove the wrong way up Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. Yep, I was going across town on the Upper East Side. I was headed, trying to head to the West Side, and I made a right turn. Fifth Avenue is one way south. I was turning it into a two-way north and south. Then that's not the way Fifth Avenue works. But I tried. I tried to make it a two-way street. And uh, I was driving a New York City telephone van at the time, and I had some of my friends who were passengers, and I put their lives in peril, which was not good of me. It was not smart of me. And I may or may not have been under the influence of a substance that may or may not have impaired my judgment at the time. May or may have not. We can, we can err on the side of caution of may, but just to protect me, I'm going to say may or may have not. I really don't recall exactly everything that led up to that moment. I just remember driving one way the wrong way up Fifth Avenue. So anyway, folks, thanks for tuning in. I hope they dumbed it down for you pretty good. I feel like I dumbed it down. I know I didn't raise the bar, so I'm not in any danger of that. And that's what we do here at Dumbing It Down with Dave. We hit the button, we have something off the top of the heads, we run with it and we go. Goodbye, good day, good night, good luck, good riddance, good rats, great skills. And of course, I missed out the other one. Goodbye, good day, good night, good luck, good riddance, Godspeed. Good rats and great skills. All right, 10 seconds over. All right, I made a big mistake. Can't do anything about it now. Bye.